0: Hey you guys, what is up? Welcome back to the Nicole Jacqueline podcast with me, Nicole Jacqueline. It is currently Monday morning and my voice is very raspy today. I don't know what's happening to me. I think I just have really bad allergies right now. I get the worst allergies every, around this time of year, every year, beginning of October. My eyes are like so swollen and my voice feels raspier than it sounds I feel. But I honestly feel like it's a good podcasting voice. So here we are Monday morning getting at it. So you guys, my top episode is what people, it's my actual third episode, I believe. It's way down there. It's what people don't know about the YouTube business. And this is going to be a part two of that episode. Now I will link part one down below Um, For you guys to go check out. But yeah, so I want to discuss some different factors, some different things that people might not know about the YouTube business and just the challenges that it entails and just different things that aren't as discussed. And if maybe they are discussed, I want to dive into them much deeper than I usually do because I, first of all, love the business side of everything, whether it's the, my YouTube channel, whether it's my like small business and my slime shop and all of that, I really enjoy the business side of it. I think it's very important. And I fully believe that your business will only be as successful as you treat the information you are being handed pretty much for free we live in a world now where we can see analytics for everything. Like it is so crazy, but also there's this free information out there. Make sure you are taking advantage of it. Cause if you aren't, you're just kind of, you know, not taking full advantage of it. So yes, you guys, so I have a few points here that I wanted to kind of skim over and then kind of just go in depth on. So my first, you know, thing that I think people need to talk more about in the YouTube business is I mean I think it definitely is discussed and I'm not gonna like discredit that but thumbnails are so crucial not saying like obviously people know to put a thumbnail up but you need to put honestly probably more thought into the thumbnail than the actual video um like you really really do um think about I always think about it this way and obviously I'm not perfect I've actually been really trying to deep dive and set a style look at my thumbnails look at the videos that did well versus didn't do well dive into the retention of those videos been really trying to look at what is it that is consistent on my channel that does well or just what different factors you know did well so Thumbnails are so crucial. And I think you just need to make sure that you are keeping it fresh. Um, You don't have to literally create something entirely new Um, because in reality, like I'm not going to lie to everyone here and be like, yeah, like you have to be like totally new, totally different Um, because in all honesty, everything is so saturated everything's been done. Like everything has been done. Maybe you can do something within what's already been done and put a little spin on it, but the bones of it are going to be pretty freaking similar to everything else that's been done. However, that little twist that you put on it is going to be everything. For example, if I were to show a week in my life as a small business owner. I've been doing those videos for the whole year now. I've been showing little week in my life vlogs, showing what it's like to own a small business, be a YouTuber, have a podcast, do all these different things. So with, I could, because that's a trend. Everyone does that kind of trend. Um, But I could put a little spin on it and then also show, you know, at the end of the title, you know, perhaps I would be like, how much I really make or how i package my orders or you know how i order supplies um or even just kind of taking a, a like taking a more emotional close leap and kind of getting deeper with it and being like you know opening up getting real people like that people i mean i like that when i think of people i mean myself like if i want to know an answer to what my demographic is going to watch or because my demographic for the most part on YouTube tends to be older, um, 18 to 24. So I just think about what I would watch, what I would click on, you know, keeping it fresh, keeping it exciting, but still doing those things that do well for me personally and just keeping in that. Um, I try to keep somewhat of a like color scheme and then also use somewhat of the same kind of elements for my thumbnails. So if you you notice on my channel, I definitely use bright colors. I usually use like bright neon blue, neon pink, purple, or green. Um, And if I use yellow, it's probably like a background I'm gonna use or an accent, but these are very eye-catching colors. And this is like a psychology thing. People really react better to like that neon yellow, I believe it's actually, I don't know where this came from, but in all of my years on YouTube, I have learned slash heard that people actually just react very well to that bright yellow thumbnail. Been um, for me, for my kind of content, cause I kind of mix it up and I'll do a lot of on camera stuff and then I'll also do reviews and all of that stuff. I like to keep it mixed, mixed up because I think it's really important. Um, But if I were to do like a DIY or something that really is focused around a certain like transformation or makeover, like I'm going to make sure that that background is bright and enables everyone to focus on what's being put on top of it, whether it's like a DIY or whatever, a makeover, whatever it is, those colors are just, they just grab your eyes. They really do. And I'll wrap it up by saying, just do what you would watch, honestly. Do a deep dive on YouTube and just look at the thumbnails of the things you are already watching and then possibly the videos that it's being recommended to play within your video like alongside it. So just kind of keep that all part of your process for making thumbnails. Um, It won't happen overnight. Like thumbnails are, it's a very... I mean, I have been making thumbnails since 2013 and it's almost the end of 2020. Um, so I have had almost like seven, eight years now of heavy, heavy practice. So it really is just practicing and just trying out things and all of that. So that's that. Um, the next point I wanted to make about the YouTube business is that It's really not that easy. It's not as easy as you would think. Um, Let me clarify. So truly, it can be so incredible. Um, Things are going to fluctuate. So there's months, like a few months ago, I had like really high highs, you know, the algorithm was really doing me good and it was, I was doing really amazing views, amazing retention rates. I was less retention. I would say more about just like the views and my videos success in general. Um, that really was at an all time high. It was so crazy. I was like, this is amazing. Was reaching like insane growth. It was awesome. I think I gained like 25,000 subscribers, um, my channel video views, were like 100,000, 200,000 a video. And I wasn't <clears throat> doing anything different, except I just truly believe the algorithm, I just was hitting it right. For some reason, something I was doing, for reasons I can't explain, and you're probably like, this is not a helpful episode. Like, she's just saying, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Okay, well, YouTube is like that. There is, it's a constant algorithm game. It's going, some things just happen in you for unexplainable reasons. Most of my viral videos went viral and I can't mimic it. I think I have to say that because you really can't mimic virality of a video piece. Like you really can't. I've tried. You can do a good video. You can make a video with that same kind of style thumbnail, same style video, all of that. But end of the day, you really can't mimic those millions and millions of views. It's just a matter of hitting the algorithm at, it kind of is a lot of luck, honestly. And I hate to just be the bearer of bad news because that's not helpful. Yes, you can do all of these things and get you know, a pretty well-rounded channel. But as far as viral videos go, and by viral, I mean like hundreds of thousands to millions. Like that's viral for my own terms. However, that doesn't mean that if your videos tend to get like a thousand views and you get a video that has like 10,000 views, that can be viral for you. And obviously I want to cover that because I think it makes everyone have a wrong idea of what viral is and viral is a funny thing but to me it can just mean a video just doing pretty well so whatever you want to call it youtube is not the is (laughs) what am i saying youtube isn't yet youtube is not easy at all and in the lows there's going to be high highs but there's also going to be low lows and that's when it comes down to You need to pick something, some kind of genre that you are so passionate about. You're so passionate about it that maybe the months where you are, where you're, and and, hold on, my brain goes so fast that I'm like, okay, hold on. You need to make sure that you are so passionate about what you are putting out because you are not, and I'm going to, you are not going to get through the low lows of those low views, you know, it's just not, your videos not being seen well if you don't love what you are doing. And if you do rely on YouTube as part of your income stream, then that's a big problem, right? So what I would really recommend, and this kind of goes into my next point also, is because YouTube can be so, so unreliable, um... And I'm going to just drop this little fact here. Um, Like, for example, last March, my channel made around 10, I think it was like 10 or $11,000, which is crazy. Um, And then now this last month, my channel probably wrapped around... $2,500 $2,800 I haven't looked at the it's almost the end of the month but I believe I'm gonna end up around like $2,800 so my point is save your money first of all second of all it's super important to have other income streams because especially if you're gonna be relying on this full-time so for me I have multiple income streams I have my podcast I have My slime shop, Uh, I guess now like TikTok kind of counts because they are offering like different creator funds. I think I've actually made like $70 off TikTok, which is crazy, you guys. It's so fun. It's so great to be paid for your work as an artist or a creator because that's like the freaking dream, right? So every penny counts. Um, And then brand deals are very helpful and then affiliate linking is huge. I literally spend so much time linking stuff because then I can end the month rounding around, because that way I can end off, yeah, I can kind of like end off the month rounding around what I would make. You know, in that last March I had like that amazing, you know, income and then I had my slime shop and then deals on top of that. So it was a really great month. And then I was like, wow, you know, this really is why I invest so much time into other things just so I can have that well-rounded income because you nothing is for sure and I'm very I always am preaching about that because you just never know so yeah definitely make sure that you are stacking your income streams and just always keeping it fresh and that can mean a lot of things but just keeping it fresh keeping it consistent uh just really trying to you know cross your T's and dot your eyes. I's. is that what I said? Yeah. I would say it backwards. So here we are. Um, okay, you guys. So the next point about what people don't know about the YouTube business, I think it might not be as, I mean, this is one of those things where it's like, to me, this is like second nature. And it goes back to that point of we are given all these free tools to help grow and like advance our channels, so why wouldn't we use them? So, in the YouTube analytics tab, tab, I can't speak today. I need coffee slash water. My throat is like so, you guys, I can't. Love, love allergies. So fun. Um, In the analytics tab on YouTube, there is so much information. Like, your videos are just collecting information. And you can use that. That information is just there. And if you aren't taking advantage of it, um, you're totally missing out and you're totally missing the point. There's so many things and I'm getting better now after all of my time on YouTube at really taking time to look at those little details because that really is so, so pivotal in your overall success, but more just like longevity in a channel and maybe during a lull where the algorithm's being weird, there's little things you can do that will just increase your views by like a few thousand. Well, for me, maybe for you that frame of reference would be a few hundred views, a few thousand views, whatever it is, a hundred thousand of views, whatever it may be. Um, but there are little things that you can do to help build your channel in general. So the community tab, is very fun. So, there is a tab on YouTube, and it's basically like there's a you know, how there's like a home tab, a videos tab, a channels tab, a community tab, and like a tools about section. So, the community tab is so awesome, and I say that because it's kind of like your second way to talk to your viewers and that personal communication, that personal touch is so important YouTube is so personal you guys it's very personal which is why I love it so much because I love being person I love having those interpersonal kind of connections it's my favorite thing ever and in the community tab there are options for polling you can do you can like drop a picture in there you can drop a graphic promote something promote your new video whatever it may be And there also is a scheduler within that tab. So um, when I was in a meeting, when I heard that there is such thing. So on YouTube, there is watch time. um, And there's now a new metric that measures how long someone spends on your channel. So if you are giving them more content, for example, you are keeping up with your community tab, people are going to engage longer on your channel. Right And then you know, hypothetically, you that whatever metric that is that shows YouTube, hey, people are spending a lot of time on this channel, let's keep pushing it, let's keep boosting it. Let's push it into the algorithm. These things though, um, I like to believe, okay, this is my own personal opinion. But I like to believe that YouTube likes it when you use the tools it gives you. And by that I mean, by using YouTube stories, by using the community tab, by using cards, playlists, by using, what am I missing? There's one other tool I'm like, so it's so crucial. Oh, the premiere option where you can like print live premiere video or schedule a premiere video. I tend to believe in, you know, if YouTube is offering these tools, it's going to like if we use them. Um, but then also back to the you know overall time spent on a channel metric, if you have different elements like video, new videos, you have a poll in your tab, you have stories with different interactions, different engagements, like this is going to keep someone on your channel a lot longer and perhaps they might relate to you on something, they're going to feel connected to you and subscribe, potentially. So these things are all just so important to kind of provide and just engage with. The tools are there for a reason. Use them. They're free. They don't cost you money. It's a little bit more effort. But if you're trying to freaking hustle and trying to do this, like it'll be worth every second. It's not that hard, but it's the consistency that can be hard on people. But just make a point to do it every day. And eventually you'll have it in your everyday routine. So I kind of mentioned it in the last section here, but the YouTube business is a huge hustle. It's a hustle, especially if you're trying to just solely grow a YouTube channel. It's difficult. Um, it's not impossible, but it's definitely difficult and it's going to challenge you and it's going to be very up and down. And like I mentioned, very high highs, very low lows, um, And then you'll have months where it's just consistent. And it's like pretty, pretty normal, whatever normal ends up being for you. Um, And then I kind of briefly mentioned linking uh, as part of like an income stream and all of that. So since the YouTube business is such a hustle, make sure that you are literally linking everything. I link everything, no shame. People can be kind of like, so weird and by people I mean like some other creators will say stuff about people's links so it would be like wow like you've linked everything else like this is like, like what does it even mean because we're just hustling out here we're just trying to hustle support one another and I'm all for that I always will ask my friends if they have like if I'm gonna buy something and I know that they have a link for it I'll ask for their link yeah they get a few cents from it but it's like in the end we're all just trying to make it out here we're all just trying to pay our bills and we're all just trying to do what we love which is this is what I love you guys like I love podcasting I love YouTube I love the hustle I would rather work literally 19 hours a day for myself than for somebody else because end of the day it's like this is all investing in my own brand my own career so it's so worth it Um, Different links and linking sites that I use, if you want to like jot these down, um, I use for the most part magic links. If I'm going to be talking about an item from like Target, Michaels or Walmart for like a slime or a DIY or supplies of some sort. And then I also will use um, reward style, shop style. Uh, There's one more that I use too, but I'm blanking so hard um to kind of just link more clothing home lifestyle kind of products in general and it might feel really freaking annoying because linking takes a long time it's very tedious however you don't know who is going to come across your video you don't know Who's going to need to buy something? And then perhaps maybe while they're on this website, buying through the link that you gave them, they end up going on a shopping spree and they buy all of this stuff. Here's a little insight, um, not advice, just like a little secret. People tend to use your link to buy something and maybe they don't buy right away. Maybe they don't even buy the exact thing they came to the link for. However, that exact link, whatever they buy through that link that they have open in their browser, you are going to get a percentage of. Um, This is a very hilarious fact, actually. So on Amazon, somebody used one of my links to buy something and they actually bought it but they stayed in the link on Amazon okay and they ended up buying I, I don't want to like oh I don't want to like just reveal what they bought I don't want to like embarrass somebody if they like are listening to the podcast but they bought something that I would literally never link it was it's like a random like household like kitchen item and they bought a gallons of it and i was like what but it just shows you guys you it's worth it sometimes and you just have to keep chugging on and whenever i see I think the Amazon linking I've done a lot more of in the last month. And I've seen, I think I've made an extra $60 to $70 from just linking, from literal linking, you guys. Something that is so insane. And now that I've really kind of harped down on it, that number is bound to go up. And You guys, every little bit of income that you can gain goes such a long way. It really, really does. Um, And then also I wanted to mention as part of linking. um, Outside of like product linking, um, affiliate links. So a lot of links. So what's a good example here? So I have some links in my description where if a buyer, if somebody like buys something from this website. I will get a discount and so will they Um, like, for example, like I think if I have someone, someone uses my like Postmates code, um, I get a referral discount and so do they. So it's very much a win-win situation and that stuff is just so fun and so great. This last little thing that people don't know about the YouTube business, they probably know about it. People talk about it, but do they really know it and really understand it? So... Watch time and audience retention. These things really play into the algorithm, really play into the success of a video, and truly so important. And if I'm being real with myself, I would probably I would probably be better off if I spent more time diving into analytics and looking at the retention to my videos because Think about it this way. So basically how it works is YouTube retention. It tells you how long someone watches your video for. So let's say you post a 10 minute video and someone watches three minutes of that. Your retention is going to be very low, not very low, but I would say three minutes isn't terrible. You definitely want to aim for like three to five. Five minutes would be amazing because that's 50% 50% retention of a video, which tells the algorithm that that video is doing is being received well. People are enjoying it. People are liking the video. It's going to push it out more and keep pushing it. But as that retention goes lower and lower and lower, it essentially kind of dies within the algorithm. It will still gain a few views over time, but it's not going to have a kick. I think I've only had a video do that once where in like once you guys, and I posted like, I've posted like hundreds of videos where it had an initial kick and then it died. And then it had a huge kick up when it went like majorly did well. So crazy. Like how does it even work? I don't understand, but I do believe, you know, it's because it started to be received differently in the algorithm. And then with that being said, I try to place my student so place ads. So actually YouTube just made it so you can place multiple ads on videos that are longer than eight minutes. It used to be 10 minutes which was amazing, amazing, because there's sometimes when videos are just genuinely they're just eight minutes. They just don't need to be any longer than that. So I think it's so important to. If I was posting an eight minute video, I wouldn't put an ad before like four, between four to four and a half minutes because that guarantees someone's going to have up to 50% retention of the video. Now, that's obviously, so you're probably like, what? So people genuinely click, they usually click out of the video. when Whenever an ad pops up, that's when they click out. And I noticed that in my in my back end of my video analytics, I notice people click out right when the ads pop up. It's only I can always tell. So I've been trying to push the ads to the end of the video because that way we're getting 50, 55, 60% retention and it's going to keep pushing the video out there. Um, you, everyone, you might be risking losing out on a little bit extra um, ad revenue Think about it this way. It's the same thing. If you put three ads on a 10 minute video, okay? Someone clicks out, the video doesn't do well, as well, just pretty well, but doesn't do as well. People drop out around that first ad, okay? And they're gone, they're just not watching anymore. And then, let's say, in that same exact video, you put two ads, but you put them around five or six minutes of a 10 minute video, okay? You put one in like five or six, you put one in like eight or nine, or I'd probably do like nine and a half, like right at the end of the video, okay? For example, you're gonna have a higher retention, people are going to keep watching, possibly find a reason to keep watching. They're gonna be like, you know what, this ad, i'm gonna I'm gonna watch it now. I'm already in the video. I've already got a taste of it. I want to keep watching that hook. you know they they've been hooked, lined, and they've been sunk. <laughs> they've into the video, they're in it. And by doing this, you know, you do end up making way more with these two ads than you would with a video that has more ads and doesn't get a higher amount of retention. So one of my newest uploads, actually um, that's doing pretty well right now. I mean, it has like 70,000 views, which isn't like crazy, That's it's pretty good. I'm like definitely not complaining. And this video, I did not put an ad until like five minutes of it. And the retention is incredible. It's like my top video right now. And here's the, here's the logic behind it. The, like when people, What's it called? The average like watch time of the video is about five minutes and 20 seconds, which is funny because the ad is right around there and just shows a lot what I'm saying here. But in turn, that video was still being watched so heavily for five whole minutes, which actually seems like not much time, but in the algorithm, it's a lot of time, especially because the video was like 11 I believe minutes it's a really good rate of retention and the video ended up I think it's been made I think it's made like 500 dollars right now which for the first week of it being live is really good that's really good for creator and I'm so thankful for that on top of like affiliate linking and all of that that I linked what I had been talking about in the video it's like a really great overall you know Impression and such. So, read your analytics, get into the grid of it, and look at the stuff that does well because that really is so crucial. Um, And yes, I'm going to wrap up the episode today for you guys because you guys also, and ironically, tend to like shorter episodes, which a half hour isn't like short, but it's definitely not an hour. And I'd rather do a half hour because it's like to the point, and that's that. So, Yes, you guys, I'm posting new episodes every single Monday and Friday, and I'm posting a new episode on Friday, you guys. So get hyped for that. I'm so excited. If you enjoyed this episode all about the YouTube business, make sure you follow my podcast and give it a five-star review and leave down below in the review section, a written review as well. It helps my podcast so much and means everything to me. And yes, you guys, I will link all of my links down below in the show links for you guys to go check out I said the show links in the show notes. I will leave links <laughs> and I will see you guys next Friday. Well, this Friday. Happy Monday, you guys. And I will see you on Friday.